Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of You're Gonna Be Okay. I'm your host, Tone D. Matt. What's up, guys? How you feeling? Hi, listeners. How we doing? I got a good buddy of mine here hanging out. My homie, Demetrius. Hey! Good guy, fellow comedian out here in the San Diego area, Oceanside, Vista, wherever, wherever, wherever. California. North County. North County, California. We're in a building. Welcome to You're Gonna Be Okay. How you feeling? Yo, I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Um, feeling good? Feeling great? I'm, yeah, I'm just a little high, you know. Oh, hi. A little high. Just not, a little bit. Just a smidgen. Yeah. You know. High life? Oh, uh, man. I'm, I'm good right now, you know. Working on the dispo business, you know. Working, getting some shit opened up. This is a new thing, right? The dispo. Yeah, that's the, the new move. You know, we always making moves out here, bro. Tell me about the dispo, man. How, how's it going? It's not up and running yet, right? It's not open. It opens in three weeks. Three weeks. What's um, the dispo called? It's called Flora Verde. Flora Verde? Flora Verde, yes. Uh, translate to, uh, yes, it's a uh, green flower in Spanish, which is... What's, so, say one more time. Green flower. No, the other phrase. The, the Flora name. Verde. So, Flora, Flora Verde. is the flower. Verde is green. Crazy. Yeah, bro. And... Uh, that Verde sauce... No, no, yeah, that's that, that's that okay. Verde sauce. Okay. No, no cap. Yeah, okay. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm saucing on him. Um, so, <laughs> I uh, got the call from my dad like two years ago, and I was at work at the other Joe's, mm. and he's like, "Yo, um, I'm thinking about starting a dispensary. If I do, would you move out here?" And I was like, "Man, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> you know, like, what type of bullshit? You know." And he's like, all right, man, I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking about starting one. I'll let you know. So probably like six more months goes by, you know, nothing, no words, no nothing. Uh, six months later, he gives me a call like, yo, you know, I'm still thinking about starting this dispo. Like, I'm actually starting to do it. You know, you might want to consider moving out here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was like, whatever. Like, it has been six months. So at least he's like still got it on his mind. But I didn't really take it too seriously. And, uh, like, some crazy shit happens, you know, to me. And I ended up, like, hitting him up. Like, are you still thinking about starting that dispensary? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm still thinking about it. And this is about this is about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. right now um, in this part of the story. So I just fucking hopped in the car. I sold all my stuff, hopped in the whip, and I uh, came out here. And I drove all the way from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, hey. Ohio. Yeah, buddy. You know we. You got going it. back soon, right? Yeah, I'm going back November fourth through the ninth. We're gonna have a big ass party, you know. Dublin. You doing some uh, stand up out there? Uh, no, I ain't doing Come no stand up out you. there. You I you. should. You're right. I should, you but I, I wanted to decompress, bro. <laughs> I want to decompress. Like I want to take a break from everything that I've been doing out here. All the work, yeah. shit. Like, cause I would consider stand up work at this point. Yeah. Um, definitely has work. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of work. Um, so I would, I'm trying to decompress, take a break, just chill, hang out with some hoes, you know, hang out, maybe smoke, you know, smoke with my niggas, see my mom. Okay. You know, like, and just have a good time. You know, it's only five days. Like, I'm not trying to do a show and be worried about that and have to stay. Yeah. And just even put that type of pressure on myself, knowing that, you know, I got them shows coming up, bro. Yeah. Don't trip on that, you know? Okay. Like, I, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so I came out here and fuck, man. I mean, it took us a while. Like, even I've been out here for about a year and a half and we've still been trying to get it, but we finally got the permit. Mm-hmm. The only, one of the only permits in the city of Vista. Um, and San Diego County, the entire county, I believe, has 11 permits and mm-hmm. we're one of 11. 
to get so, the dispo up. Yes, to okay. have because you know there's a bunch of illegal ones. Yeah, but we have genuine like access to like buying top quality, high grade marijuana that can only be sold like to other licensed vendors. You know, yeah. um, and that really makes a big difference if you really think about it. Like okay. the people who don't want the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you go on weed maps and stuff like that, these people are like usually certified, bro. Yeah. They're not just anybody. I've been on weed maps. So. Exactly. Most people who've been on weed maps, like there's some shitty ones on there too. They can make it on, but they don't usually stay for very long. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that are on there for a long time. They'll promote those more. We'll mm-hmm. get more traffic, stuff like that. Uh, just having a license and doing it the right way. It might take a long time, but you know, it's probably the, the smarter way to do it in the mm-hmm. long run. I mean, yeah. who wants to put up a million dollars to start a dispenser just for it to get rated? in three months you know and you barely made your money back if yeah at all. that makes no sense to me it doesn't it right no sense. but on that same token if you do start a dispensary that doesn't get rated because i mean a lot of them don't okay. you know even the one i go to right now <laughs> doesn't get rated you know i mean it's pretty Cause uh, it's just like they're like mom and pop shops yeah, yeah. it's pretty chill or yeah. even like trap you yeah. know like a trap it's almost the one i go to is more like a trap they got hood music playing and they got cameras all outside and they tell you don't take your phone out in this motherfucker like you know, put your phone away, nigga. Yeah. It's more like a trap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they got niggas outside, like, standing out there, you know, directing parking and shit. Like, it's wild. Um, the official, but not official. Yeah, you know? And it's more like, like, there's a lot of them that are like that. But if you can, like, I'm sure they push ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a day. Yeah. Like, niggas is always in there. And, you know, I mean, this is Cali, so I'm sure niggas is not, like, afraid of spending a hundred dollars every time i go in there i spend 120 dollars yeah i get a half you know so it's like if everyone in there is spending even 80 dollars and you push i'm sure they see at least because it's so in and out mm. i'm sure they see at least 800 people yeah you know at eight times eight you know you're talking six thousand dollars six seven you know a day like easy bro like <sighs> And most of that's profit. I ain't going to stunt to you, you know, now that I've seen a little bit. I'm not going to go here and run my mouth too much, you know, but right. I've seen a little bit of behind the scenes. And there's there's some large profit margins on these weed places, bro. We need to uh, actually die, you know, if y'all looking for No, I, I ain't going to stunt, you know, like we are we looking for people. There. We are looking for people. <laughs> if, and if you do make a resume or have a resume and want to turn one into him, I would definitely forward that you know and like tell them some part-time hours you know what i'm saying and we're looking for all part-time we're looking for uh we're looking for 12 employees i'm number one so i mean 11 yeah. <laughs> 11 employees and uh they're all gonna be part-time right now we're gonna pay cash at the end of the day i mean you know okay. 15 an hour if you need a job 15 an hour yeah i mean so you know but what's one more time for the name uh flora, flora verde vista Opens in, uh, three california weeks. Yes, yes. You are in the Cali area. Show love. Show love. Fuck with your boy. Hey, you know, we, we really trying to get some money out here, bro. He'll be just, there. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, yeah, we cutting ribbons. Cutting ribbons? Oh, that's, that's dope. Cutting come actually uh, go to the uh, cutting ribbon uh, Event. ceremony. Yeah, come through, my nigga. Oh, God. All right, man. Want to play a little game? Let's play a game. Play a game? Never have ever? Yeah. My listeners, uh, if you've been listening, you know I've been doing this for like three episodes now. Uh-huh. Four episodes, who knows at this point. Um, pick a card, not a red card, because I guess those are game cards. Yeah. But a blue card, and um, shuffle it for you. And, uh, and I just read the card? Just read the card, and never, ever, ever. I'll pick one, too. Never, ever, ever been skinny dipping. Never. Because you know what? I think it, I find it weird being naked. I just kind of find it awkward. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't, even when I go to sleep, as soon as I get out the shower, 
I instantly like throw a towel on, dry off, you know, and then I instantly throw my drawers on like as soon as I can. You know, as soon as I'm done fucking a bitch, bro. I let's put it like this. I don't even take the pants off for real. I'm one of them type of niggas, bro. I just I don't like so being naked. You're not comfortable being naked? Or? Yeah, cuz you know what, bro? I just I don't like feeling exposed or like vulnerable, you okay. know. I don't like that feeling. And I when I'm naked, you know, just in case I got to like you know, leave the room. Like, you know, I got roommates. Like, it's just never acceptable to be naked, you know, like rarely. Okay. So I just, yeah, I don't like being naked, bro. So no, I've never been skinny dipping for sure, for sure. I've been skinny dipping. You uh, have? Like three or four times. Was you, was you like alone or was you just nah, alone? I mean, like, come on. Come on that's what I'm saying. What circumstances yeah, yeah, yeah. do you be like, because. <sighs> All right. So I, I did go skinny dipping in a group once. It was a group okay. of people. It's like five people. Uh, it's like three guys, two girls. Oh, y'all niggas gay. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, um, more of the story. Uh, don't hang out with white people. Yeah. Oh God. Because <laughs> like, nah, that would have never. I, 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 I knew. I, I, I definitely wasn't with no. Uh, you know, black people. Yeah. Because um, that's not even an option. Like I've never hung out with. No, I don't think I've ever heard of a black dude suggesting oh, definitely skinny was dipping. Not, I mean, it was how many black people was it? it was like that nigga gonna have at least at least his boxes on, but probably his basketball it was shorts too. Two two black dudes, me and another dude, and then uh, white girl and black girl. And it was the white girl's idea. Yeah. Uh, um. How did y'all go along with that though? Like, y'all was really trying to fuck for real. I mean, everybody was all cooling, bro. Y'all was just cooling? Cooling. And they said, let's go skinny that, man. Like, jump in a pool, you know. It was it a pool? It was a pool? Was I don't a know pool. why I was imagining some fucking, like, lake or, nah, like, nah, a nah, river nah. or some shit. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting You know, it. in the movies, they always like, oh, let's go skinny dipping. Yeah. And they, like, jump into some shit. It's like a cove. Yeah. La Jolla. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we end up getting in there. We stayed there for probably, like, 30 minutes. And we were clear, almost gone, bro. Like, almost gone. No cops. Nobody showed up until one of the girls that was there, uh, she humped, hopped over the fence and cut her hand. Lost the keys. So. Lost the keys. We could not find the keys. To get in the house? To get to the car. Oh. To get to the car. So, everybody's looking for a key. It's cops show up. It's like, what was going on here? Blah, blah, blah like that. And it's illegal to go skinny dipping? I, I believe so, yeah. Really? I believe so. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, by this point, we already had our clothes on. So, I mean. Oh, so he didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they knew that yeah. we were in the pool after, you know, after it closed. Oh. Yeah. See, I thought you was in somebody's crib. Like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, it's illegal to go skinny dip at your own house? <laughs> I mean, that would have been a lot better. Bro, did you know it's illegal to... I know this is like crazy off the topic, but it's illegal to drive without shoes on. Is that a fact? I am pretty sure, like in, in some states at least, it's illegal to drive without shoes on. And I'm like, I drove, I drove without shoes on, and it's so much better, bro. Like driving without shoes. Yes, you really can feel the car mm. a lot more. Okay. You know, you got a sole on, you got a shoe, and all that shit. Mm. You know, you don't really feel like the car's acceleration, like how it's pushing forward, and all that. Mm. But when you drive without shoes on, like you feel that brake pedal. Mm. You feel yourself having to stomp on that shit. Mm. You're like, oh damn, my shit really squeaking for real. Let me turn the music down a little bit. <laughs> you know, you turn down that. I mean, shit, you turn down that music, you start realizing shit about your car you would have never thought. You know, uh, 
whenever there's a problem in my car, here's something that I'm not used to hearing, just turn the music all the way up loud. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of odd to avoid that problem. Exactly. You just we don't need that negativity music. in our life. <laughs> we don't need that in our life. Exactly. No, and I get that, bro. I do. Because I do that, like with the brake squealing. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, I mean, you know. It's all good. I stopped every other time. <laughs> what made you think I'm not going to stop next time? Stupid, bro. <laughs> all right, I'm uh. Wow, this is, uh, again, a real personal one here. These are some new cards. Uh, flitted with my best friend's partner so that... Flitted with my best best friend's partner to see if I can get them in bed. Uh, I have not done that. I've never... Flirted with my best, best friend's partner. I don't think I've ever done that. Not that type of person. So, like, taking somebody, taking your homeboy's girl? Pretty much. Yeah, I did that Took shit. Took your homeboy's girl? Yeah. Dang, yo. Yeah, I did that shit, it's petty, bro. bro. Nah, look, 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 look. Took his girl... That's he wasn't cool. his girl because he wasn't dating her. He was talking to her for like three weeks. Um, that's bro code, bro. But I, I know, I know. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not fucked up. But what I am saying is, eh, fuck it. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I met her when they were hanging out, mm. and uh, I don't know how it is in Maryland. I don't know how it is in Cali. Shout out to my Maryland exactly. Maryland people. Uh, but where I'm from, nigga, if you ain't got no money, like. The hoes gonna choose up on you. They gonna yeah. pick someone else who do. It's it's just only if you don't got money. If you got a regular amount of money, obviously, you know they're not really tripping. But mm-hmm. I ain't gonna stop, man. The, the nigga who I took, like his girlfriend, he's notorious for just being broke as mm-hmm. fuck, you know. Right. So uh, so we kicking it or whatever, man. And I met her and shit. And this is my uh, this is my junior year. And I just could tell she was eyeing me, and she was cold. Like I was like, yo, how the fuck. You know, like, I'm like, sorry, dog, but, like, this is more my league. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, like, the nigga who always had cute, like, bad bitches. And uh, and for some reason, uh, these niggas couldn't keep up. Like, you know, you always meet the homeboys and, like, some of them, man, they just they just be hitting these ugly ass bitches. I'm like, man, you just need to try a little harder, bro. Yeah. Take a little bit more time. But whatever. Um, so she was cute, though, man. She was bad. Light-skinned little mixed chick. And, uh, and I didn't say anything, like, the first two times I met her. Mm. But then, like, that third time, bro, like, my boy Jason, who is his younger brother, hmm. was fucking her twin sister. Okay. Like, so he hits me, like, yo, uh, I'm with Mecca. Jazz said he ain't got no money. Hmm. Like, you want to come kick it? Like, you want to come take him on a date with me? Because, like, he had money, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, hey, fuck it. You know what? Let me let me meet up. We're going to hit the double date with the twins, you know? A little layup. Nothing crazy. Man, I ended up smashing her that night, bro. Oh yeah, god, man's girl. Yeah, and it was his brother's girl too. Like his homeboy's brother, he put me on with his bro's girl. Yeah. Man, I ended up cracking that shit like twice, bro. Had homegirl hitting me up the next day, type shit, like trying so, to meet so up. So did because uh, I had because I had the whip. That's what it was. So That's did your boy find out? Oh, I told that nigga, bro. I'm like, hey, bro, you don't want to date Mecca because she just threw me the, the pussy, like, you know? And, it, and I really just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even really know. It's my, my third time meeting her, first time kicking with her, though, you know what I'm saying? And uh, She for the streets. Yeah, oh, God, but then I ended up dating her. <laughs> you know, nigga. She's for the streets. Shit, she thinks she for the streets, then you fall in love with her, next thing you know, nah, she ain't for the streets, but then you realize, yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. You know, but you gotta you gotta go through that to get to the other side, and really, yeah. you know. But yeah, she was. But it was a good it was a good time though, you know. But it was just like 
I just knew, like, she didn't even really like that nigga. Like, okay. so I didn't feel bad about it. And he was salty. Like, he didn't talk to me for probably, yeah. like, three months. You, but, you took your man's girl. He wasn't Yeah, salty. but you know what? I told him, like, bro, but if you think about it, if I could have took her that easy, like, True. you feel me? Do you really need to be dating this girl? If anything, I did you a favor, bro. Like, did him a favor. Exactly. <laughs> if anything, I did you a favor by fucking your bitch, nigga. Stop playing, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like low key, you know, like if you look at it that way, you know, and to this day, like he he admits to this day, like, all right, man, you low key, because I see what you went through when you dated her. Okay. And I know damn well I, I would have lost my mind too, you know, because she was bad, bro. I'm telling you, she was bad. Like, she was fucking my head up, man. She thought she, I thought she was fucking with this uh, Ohio State football player, man. Bro. Don't trust him. Exactly, bro. Have me salty, like, like nigga. You know I can't beat his ass. So I mean, what can I really do out that, here? That's a funny joke, bro. That you. <laughs> oh God, hey, let me write that down real quick. That's a funny joke. <laughs> but yeah, bro, that uh, that was the only time I really took my homeboy's girl that I could think of, bro. Yeah. Yeah, me and my bros, we got this. Uh, we got this code that we live by. Um, if you are, say one of my bros, they love this girl, right? She's off limits. Off limits. If it was a girl that he, he was messing with, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that they wasn't too serious, cool. But if it's a girl that he actually loved, bro, can't just can't mess with it. I don't care how bad she is. I just can't do it. Yeah, if she, that's, yeah, if that, she, that, that's the code, if he that's loved the code, her, uh, no, nah, I can't even say that, though. No, you know what? Now I think about it, bro, I got another story. Uh, so... Another homie <laughs> that I also have. So okay, I met Jason and Jazz. Like them is them is my niggas from like way back in the day. Mm. I also have a homeboy. His name is uh his name is Trey. Whatever I'll just fucking say it. I don't give a fuck. Mm. His name Trey. Shout out Trey. Shout out my nigga Trey. Uh, Trayway. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh he dated this girl and she bad for real. And he was in love with her, man. Mm-hmm. And she joined the military at like 18. Mm-hmm. And she went out to boot camp and came back for a couple of days. And he dated her when we were like freshmen. Mm-hmm. Like probably like eighth grade and like in, in freshman, sophomore year. I think that she, she left that nigga sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, bro, she came back, you know? And I mean, she bad, nigga. Like, so and she hit me up and was like, yo, I just got back from boot camp. Like, I know you got weed. I know you got some, you can give me some alcohol. Mm. Like, let's kick it type shit, you know? And uh, I smashed her two days in a row, bro. Okay. Yeah, like two days. Like, she came it was back. Your, your man's loved this girl. Oh, he loved her, bro. Like, uh-huh. he absolutely, oh, like, he, he literally was like, yo, I'm going to join the military just to be with you type shit. And I'm like, nigga, that's not how that works. You know, they're gonna split y'all up. Like, that's yeah. not you. You know, that's not how this works. You don't, you don't take that occupation because you want to be with somebody. You take that occupation because you want to leave some shit. You know. Yeah, that's why I'm uh, doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, so I smashed her two days in a row, and she bounced out. And I thought I was never gonna see the bitch again. But then I moved out to San Diego a couple years later, man. Well, why this bitch move in San Diego, bro? You hit her up. So, man, that was like, and that was like a year and a half ago, man. Bro, she was the first little shit I got out here, bro. Come on, that She was the first shit I got. <laughs> I ain't gonna stop, bro. And he loved his girl, bro. Like, he low-key loved her to this day. And I know he knows. Mm-hmm. 
but he never said anything about it, so I never talked about it. But I know he knows. He, he, did he know that you? Bro, I'm sure he knows. Like, let's put it like this. Like, I didn't crack that so many. Bro, because if you think about it, like, I hit her back then. Mm -hmm. And then I have her. Like, I'm not going to say I have her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, we be kicking it. Okay. Out here. And it's like, it's like, I know it gets you salty. Or at least it did. It definitely got him salty back in the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know it gets you salty, but I don't want to, I don't want us to not be cool, right. you know, because like at the end of the day, like, and she not a thought or anything like that, but like she gonna choose who she gonna choose, you know, like you're not. I mean, you can't like most dude, most dudes uh, lose friends over women, bro. Yeah, and that's the thing. I ain't never been that nigga, bro. Mm. I have never been that dude, bro. Like to to let a girl get in between the bro code, because you know what? At the end of the day, like I said, they always like no offense, but girls be choosing for real. Bro. Choosing, they stay they choosing, bro. Like, okay. and it's not no, it's not no like fake. Like I'm not lying. You know, yeah. it's true. Like, nigga, like they choose. Yeah. They so choose. like, once you get that through your head, bro, like you gonna realize, like, okay, and like. If girls are steady leaving me for him, what is he doing that I'm not doing, you know? And I mean, you know, instead of fucking getting salty at me, you need to be like, yo, you know, what, you know, yeah. what am I missing, you know? Because I mean, I'm quick to, like, if my girl starts cheating on me, the first thing I'm going to be like, okay, well, like, why? You know, what did I do? What, what, what What's wrong, you know? I, mean, like, I don't even be like that, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, we we done, but I just want to know why for the next bitch. So I know like I don't, right. I don't, even, I don't even care, bro. I nah, like, you gotta you always gotta progress your character. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you gotta dude, progress that shit. Anybody? Talk Otherwise, to you're gonna keep stay, making the same mistake with you know what I'm saying with the same girl. Unless it's your stroke game, like if it's your dick or some shit. Like obviously, nigga, you ain't gonna be able to fix that. Yeah. But if she like, oh, like I feel like you don't, you know, I feel like you're pulling back because that's yeah. my thing. I feel like after like. Like, I won't date a girl if we ain't been fucking for, like, three months, bro. Because, like, after that three months, bro, I really be getting dead-ass tired of this mm. shit. Like, I don't be... I just want something different, something new, you know? I just... I like the so chase. Is, is, like, that, is that a commitment issue, or...? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, for real, me personally, before I even hook up with a girl, I'll tell them, like, yo, I don't want to date. Mm-hmm. I'll... We could go on dates. Mm-hmm. If I'm shopping and shit, and I think about your ass, because the pussy that good, I might get you some... <laughs> I might get you, like, because I got my most recent bitch, uh, bro, she, she Colombian, bro, and, like, I got her this guest, guest perfume, because I'm like, yo, this shit smell, this would smell good as fuck on her, bro, right. I'm like, Then it'd be crazy it. when you be at the store and be like, you know what, let me go ahead and grab yeah, her something. Yeah, and it ain't even like, it's like, nigga, like, if you got it, why your bitch ain't got it, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, you out here, like, you know, I'm a fresh nigga, mm-hmm. I, I stay fresh, I stay smelling good. Mm-hmm. When I walk into a room, my bitch better not be, you know, wearing some corduroys and shit like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, she you, you know she needs to be looking fresh too otherwise what you doing it for you know what I'm saying? what's wrong with corduroys yeah? uh <laughs> i was broke and i had them so now i don't have them anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like nah but you know what i'm saying though like yeah. and it's just like yo and i'm i'm a cool nigga like you know like i got this girl in uh in columbus and when i see her you know i, I bring her flowers you know mm-hmm. she fuck with that shit she african bro yeah you know she got you and she that's, just, that's her love language she appreciate that shit yeah. you know i'm not gonna be a grimy ass nigga like like that in mm-hmm. a sense but it's just like i'm not dating you though i do have like i do like to have different women i do like to i'm but not the, gonna be that nigga like if you, you tell... see me talking to another girl don't trip you know what i'm saying like because this ain't that 
Right. Period. Like, you need to find you a new nigga to bitch at. So I'm not that nigga. Like, you know? But you, I mean, because women, I guess... They appreciate the honesty. They appreciate the honesty. But, but they don't you, want you, it to you, be brutal. You can't, uh, let's just say, make her feel special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what. That's she, why I try to make her, like, I, that's why I'll buy you some shit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'll take you on dates. Or we but, can go but, bowling. Because, like, I do appreciate you like taking the time out of your day to come see me meet up with me get dre- get dressed like a lot of dudes don't appreciate how much time it takes a girl to get dressed me Amen. nigga i'm in and out 20 minutes with the shower you know what i'm saying then threw the conditioner in literally tossed it in my hair and just whatever and, and and I'm out the door, you know. I'm out the spray door. the cologne. I don't. I didn't spray the cologne on my face and my shirt. It don't even matter, <laughs> you know. She tried to kiss me. It tastes like shit. Yeah. Um, girls be you know doing the wing on the eyebrows. That's like or the eyelash. That's like thirty minutes right there, you know. Crazy. Doing all that and the and then and then she get there and a the nigga don't even got no flowers. He don't got no. He don't got a blunt. He don't got something she want. Mm-hmm. And and she knows he wants her. Mm-hmm. She's she knows. That's why he's there. Like like, like girls, they act like they don't know, mm-hmm. but we all know that they know that we're trying to fuck. Right. You know, they can sense that shit. So why would you come empty-handed? Why would you come? Why would you not take her on a date? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why would you not cherish her? Tell her she looks nice, bro. Little shit like that makes a girl feel special because most niggas are dumb, bro. Most mm-hmm. niggas is just stupid, my nigga. You know, like they just don't. They just, they just, just do shit without really thinking about it. You know, and it's like if you really like just just do little shit like that, it'll add up, mm-hmm. and it does. You know, like like. Cause I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I make every girl feel special, like on some like weird <laughs> some shit. Drink shit. <laughs> yeah, like I ain't saying it like that, but like yeah, like you gotta be individualized. You know, you gotta really like have memories with these people, cause that's what it is. Like I'll fuck with a girl like heavy and be like, yo, I don't want to stop doing this. Like when I'm in Columbus, I got you. When I'm in Columbus, I, you know, when I want to see you, when I. And I got this one girl who I love doing acid with. Like, I love tripping with her, bro. Like, I, like, I tripped probably, like, eight times on acid and, like, two times on shrooms. And she's been there for both times on shrooms. One time, she wasn't even tripping. She just came over mm-hmm. just to, like, let me lay on her and shit. Like, shit like that. Like, you You're know, one, you, you got to appreciate. You were on acid or shrooms? I was on shrooms. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you should come over. Like, I'm tripping with me and my niggas. Mm-hmm. And I want you here. Okay. And she just actually came, you know, and it's like little shit like that, you know, like as a man, you got to be like, yo, you didn't have to do that for me, but you did, you know, because because girls want to like, well, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm talking in only my perspective, right? but some girls want to like cherish their man and like cater to you and like make you feel good. But at the same time, they expect the same thing from you, dog, you know? And so like when she came over, I was like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like. You know, is there anything I can get you? Like, I got weed. You want some weed? Like, I wrote, like, I gave her a whole ass blunt. Like, mm-hmm. here, you can just take this. Like, you know, little shit like that. Like, you got to really... But but that goes back to, like, the, the, the broke homeboy I had. Mm-hmm. That's why I say girls be choosing. Because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to choose the nigga who's got something to provide over the nigga who don't. And that's why I feel like it's choosing in a sense of, like, they're choosing the better option. Okay. You know, it's like, don't get salty. And why I said, like, that's why... You know, you need to wonder why if all your girls keep leaving you for your homeboy, mm-hmm. it's not because I'm, he would always be like, oh, it's because you're light skinned. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm light skinned, my nigga. I mean, I'm sure it's that helps. Yeah, it's I'm sure that helps. <laughs> I'm sure that helps the light skin and the curly hair, but it's also because I work, I go to work every day. 
you know, and I trap. Okay. And I got bread, and I got a car, and I got my shit together, you yeah. know? And like everything that homegirl wanted, mm. I had for her. She, she was like big on alcohol back then. Okay. Always, always, always was like, yo, you want a four local? You, you know, I'm heading to the store, you want something. Okay. You know? Just little shit like that, like that broke niggas don't understand. Like that's why like girls not fucking with you and little shit like that or like bringing her flowers i know she likes flowers i've been talking to this girl since i was a sophomore in high school bro but i still remember her birthday and i still remember you know she likes flowers and i know that she uh she likes greek food like little shit like that you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like it adds up bro you know like and over time you become to know you begin to know this person it's like well now i'm not gonna stop fucking with you mm -hmm. you know and so I just end up having a bunch of like little girlfriends, you know. <laughs> Can't do it. Ah, I, I know I, a I, lot of people say that, but it's it's so. I, I went through my uh, my player phase, bro. I just went through it. See, I feel like it's not a phase anymore, bro. It's a phase. Because I've been doing this for so long. How old are you? I'm 23. I'm about to be 23. 23, bro. I'm but 27. Like, I know, but if you think about it, like imagine if I just keep going. Like keep all I gotta going. do is just not stop. I mean, and it'll, yeah. it won't be a phase because I've been doing this. I've probably been. I'm gonna make it sound like some stocks right now. I've added my portfolio <laughs> <laughs> to my portfolio of hoes. Oh, um, no, but I've been probably you know I've been you know talking to girls because that's one thing I do. Like all of my exes, hmm. every single one of them fuck with me, bro. Because right. I just I always like to hit them up like, yo, you know what? You're right. I was probably being a dick right here. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro, but I think we should still be friends. And then, I mean, I hit him with the Disney, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and next thing you know, we cooling, you yeah. know? And I just, I'm always traveling too, bro. Yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but my parents are both Marines growing up. So, like, my love life was always, like, fucked up. Like, I had my first kiss with, a bit, with this girl in second grade, and then literally that next week I bounced. Wow. And it was like, and then after that, like, you know, I, I lived in Columbus a lot. And that was my home base after uh, the age of 10. I think I, I think I had, was about to turn 10. I came in June, and so I was nine, about to turn 10 in November. And uh, every single summer, I went to either New York, California, or North Carolina. Mm. And uh, I would always like bounce back and forth. So like, say I met someone in North Carolina, like I always knew in the back of my head, I'm sorry, bro, but I'm about to leave. Like. Mm. This girl, I'm sorry if you're in love with me, but I cannot stay here. You know, yeah. I met this girl in New York. I'm sorry, it, you know, I'm in New York and like I, I want to get to know you and shit, but like I can't. You know, same with California. Like, I met these people in uh, L.A. It was North Hollywood. We stayed for 30 days, and all the little, all the neighborhood kids would like play in this pool in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the complex. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, you know, it's summertime and it's L.A., you know, yeah. and there's hella little niggas running around. What the fuck? So <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them and I'm yeah. getting tan in that bitch with everybody else. And uh, and I just specifically remember the girl saying to to me, like, or to my little brother, like, I'm going to miss you. How, 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 like, will I ever be able to talk to you ever again? Mm. And he was just like, you can't. Mm. And it just was like, it, it really like set in in my head you know like wow like i'm really building these relationships with people and i'll never be able to see them ever again yeah these strong relationships like you know and so i've always been big on that like even you know if you were to move back to baltimore like i still i try to add everybody on some type of social media yeah 
that even if I move back to Ohio, like you still got me. I can still see you. I can still, like, like, can still I, talk I, I, to you. I got family in Ohio, bro. So if exactly. you move back, you'd be like, yo, my yeah, bad, what's up? Exactly. And, and it's just like... Akron, Ohio. Exactly. And Akron is not too far from Columbus, you right. know? So, bro, I got family out there. I'm like, yeah, yo. you can come out. Or, or say I'm like doing a show out there. Right. And you're like, yo, I got family in Akron. I can be like, yo, fuck it. Let's let's link something up. We can do a show in both cities. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you never know. But you, I, I've always been big on that. Like I need, I always want to be able to reach someone yeah. and contact someone somehow and be and be able to see them, see their life, see them grow. It's like that's that's. I guess that's a part of like social media. In, and that's why I love way. it so much. That's and, why uh, I love it so much. And I utilize it so hard. Like just going from, I mean, I'm I met somebody. Uh, couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that was from i don't know out of the country somewhere yeah. and so like <laughs> it was only here for like a couple of days you feel me i'm yeah. like yo, yo you're, you're cool you're cool yeah. man I'm like yo like yo he's like oh i'm leaving, leaving a couple of days i'm like you add me on social media bro of course you know for saying? sure for probably sure. never probably gonna see that person ever get him on but you got him on the gram you got him on snapchat you know so you will see them yeah and you can say something to them and they probably will respond like i got this home girl bro i'll never forget her name's Najma, and uh, I met her uh, at seventh grade, and then we had eighth grade together, mm. and she left, and she moved to Dubai, and uh, I mean, obviously, her name's Najma. She's, uh, she's Somali, I believe, and uh, she is, she was fat. She had these big old chubby cheeks. She was like chubby, but and she had these chipmunk cheeks. Just, mm. I never forget it, and I see her now. She adds me out of nowhere. Mm. And she has like 20,000 followers and she's a poet. Crazy. A poet. And she is bad as fuck, bro. She got these. Pull pull out right now. She got these big old dimples. Pull it out right now. She got these huge ass dimples, dog. And a a nice size and a nice booty. You like like the. uh, You like, yeah. 20 bit. Hey, and just so y'all know, I'm not capping. I pulled her up officially. (laughs) Oh, word. And she's gorgeous. 20K followers, no cap. Poet. Oh, she is. Follow her on Instagram. The, uh, I, I am qualified underscore underscore. She got the, what's that called? A hijab? Oh, yeah, bro. Hijab. Hijab. She got the hijab Ooh. on, bro. You know what I'm saying? She keep all that on. She's kind of bad. Kinda oh, salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. All that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to say to her oh, when you God, see her again? I'm gonna be, nigga, I'm trying to... Mm, Man, she, bro, I'm telling you right now, she couldn't give me, like, she couldn't give me 30 minutes of that, bro. Oh, fuck that up, yo. Oh, she bad. And you know what? But the thing is, she told me, like, yo, when I met you, you, like, me as a person, I was so different. You know, I was just trapping and I had always bad influence around me. And she was just saying, like, how I do stand up now. And she's like, yo, I believe in you. And, like, I really want to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. And when you are ready, like, and put something together, I'll be the first one to repost your shit. I'll be the first one to like fuck with you. All right, what's, what's your uh, what's your goals in stand up, bro? Bro, you know what? I want to ha- I want to have a special. I want to at least get one. A special? A one very decent special. It might not have to be like no HBO type shit, mm-hmm. but if I can get a good hour together of pure material mm-hmm. and put it through YouTube or some shit. You know, and I want to get a hundred thousand views on a video. I've done a hundred thousand on memes. I did one hundred and twenty, like literally. Meme God, yeah. Yeah, you, 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 I, I did one hundred and twenty k, like not even fucking three months ago. And then I, I, the most I ever got was half a million interactions, two hundred fifty thousand shares on one meme. Like, 
I want to get 100,000 views on a video of me, bro. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll know, like, okay, I am truly funny, mm -hmm. and no one can take that from me. When yeah. I say I'm funny, I mean I've made memes, like, I've done podcasts, I've done stand-up, mm -hmm. I've, you know, made people laugh, genuinely throughout my whole life made people laugh. And yeah. when I hit that 100K, that's when I know, like, all right, nigga, you know, you funny, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? and. Because I probably I probably won't be a professional stand-up comedian. You're already a professional, just, bro. Yeah, low-key I am, you know. I mean, you're not getting paid for it yet, but yeah. at least you're doing it at a high rate. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm very... I'm, I'm qualified amateur. Definitely amateur. On, like... And, and the thing is, like how I said, you know, how I was telling you earlier, I don't even think the stand-up really is the thing for me. Mm-hmm. But it does. It is so brutally honest that it helps you just know, like, okay, your dick jokes aren't funny, your ball jokes aren't funny. They're not as funny as you think you are. You need to actually get outside the box and like start thinking of some shit. These are for you comedians that think your uh, dick jokes are funny. Yeah, right? like they're not that funny. They're I mean, not awful, saying they can't awful, be. awful to listen to in an open mic. Mm -hmm. Awful, god awful. And you That's know what? It's just like, and it's brutal. You know, like I bomb all the time. I bomb all. Every the comedian bombs, bro. Exactly, and Every it's just like bombs. once you get the hang of that, you're like, I mean, eh, you know, eh. But but I do the uh, I do the stand up or whatever, so I know, like, okay, like that is funny. Like the, you know? we, like we were just we were just talking uh, before the podcast. You yeah, tell them like we like do like our, our right sets. Talk mm -hmm. about jokes. Yeah. Jokes you're telling me they're pretty funny. Yeah, they're pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. So and, and, and I like to pitch them. You know, mm -hmm. I love. I hate when comedians get together and then don't tell each other their jokes. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, bro? You know, that's like a cook. That's like cooks getting together and then not cooking anything. Yeah. You know, you put me in the kitchen, like... Well, like, uh, well, remember we having a conversation. We were at uh, Madhouse. It was me, you, Brian... Tim. Tim. Tim there? No, I don't think Tim was there. I think it was Max... And we're talking about doing. Remember, remember we said we're sitting in front of my house. We we're talking about comedians doing bits in front of each other, right? Yeah. And you know, Master's like, um, you know, I hate when other comedians are like doing a bit. And then he starts doing a bit. He starts doing a bit. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? But it's like, it'd be different if you were if we were having a conversation. You were telling me a new bit, mm. completely different. But if you're telling me bits that you are doing in an open mic session and I've that I've heard seen before, you know, and he like he's talking like fitting them into the conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, uh, we know what's weird about uh, office spaces. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> I don't want to hear your fucking set right now, bitch. I would go in there and listen to it if, yeah. I, if I wanted to hear I'm it. I'm going to go and listen to your set. And I just exactly. thought that was funny. But, but, but it's very true. But, I mean, but we should have that open way of other comedians being able to tell other comedians your bits and practice your bits. Because comedians are going to be brutally honest and, and tell you your and, joke and is you know is what. Whack. I feel like it pushes, you know what? I am always big on writing together because it increases the speed in which you can write jokes. Mm. It's easier to fill an hour when you are got someone who's bouncing ideas off of you back and forth than mm. if you're by yourself yeah. smoking a blunt into the abyss. You know, it's a lot harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot harder to come up with shit when you're just by yourself, you know, yeah. in the dark, basically. Whereas, you know, how, how you gave me the end of that joke earlier, how you just said, like, oh, something about karate. And I still made up the end. I still made the punchline yeah. from natural conversation. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, that is funny. Yeah. On to the next. You know, we need to, okay, what's the next one? Yeah. Now that we've got that, and, and it's like, 
I have hella setups. I have hella premises written down, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have some too. Kick them off each other. But and then I, we that's can what write I think. I do, that's what I think we should do. I, I feel, feel like, like I feel like niggas is too shy, and a lot of people, at, at least in our open mic scene, they don't find each other that funny. You know, what like do you mean? The, my like, I feel like a couple of the niggas over there, they just look at look at me, mm-hmm. look at you, look at they're like, oh, these niggas just started, like they're not getting nowhere. Fuck them, you yeah. know, like they're not even that funny. But you see, you see, you see what happens when you just work. Oh and yeah, you grind. Oh yeah. Over time, you get better. Over time, people are like, 100%. oh, this dude's actually funny. Oh, he's doing shows. Yeah. Oh, he's X Y Z. You know what? And especially how I was telling you earlier. The performance is half. Mm-hmm. The material is half, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because I'm, you know, I don't, when I'm on stage, I'm big on like doing stuff up mm-hmm. there. I'm big on like trying to say stuff a certain way. Mm-hmm. And how I told you about that joke earlier, I'm like, you know what? You actually have a punchline right there if you literally just pause mm-hmm. and say it a certain way. Yeah. Because what you're saying is funny, but it's too monotone. I'm like, if you spice it up a little bit, yeah. sprinkle a little. That, that's a little what I, that's what I feel there. like I say funny things. But I just say, you say it, it too monotone. Whereas I'm too animated, and yeah. what I'm saying isn't really that funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nah. No, nah, I, I generally feel like I generally feel like you're funny, and I generally feel like you should just keep going. Yeah. Like regardless, like the stand up, I know it's brutal. It's fucking it's hard. Brutal being in open mic one fifteen at night, one thirty. Exactly after you work two jobs all day, and then going on stage for. Three to five minutes, and then driving an hour back. Home yeah, hour back home. Crucial. It's it's brutal, and people don't realize the amount of work that we mm-hmm. put in mm-hmm. for a dream. They think you just, oh, I'm just gonna go up there and be funny. Yeah, it's it's not even like that, bitch. You know how much time I wasn't funny to realize what is funny, bro. You yeah. know, because you telling your uh your dick jokes and uh. You have to tell you have to tell ten j- dick jokes before you realize. Wow, this dick joke is not that funny. It's None of these funny. are that funny. Not funny at all. You know, because I feel like you know, half the time, bro. Like if if you really want to make someone laugh, just think of something outside the box, bro. You know, like Stay with fun. your own little style. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like half the time that people be up there talking, they don't put their own perspective on it. Mm-hmm. They're just talking about it. Yeah. You know, when I'm talking about, you know, I think we as black people should come together. And amend the list of people who should be able to say the word nigga. It's like, that's very me. You know, that's very Demetrius right there. This nigga wildin' right now. (laughs) This nigga wildin', you know? And it's like, oh shit, wow, okay. I didn't expect you to just, I didn't expect your light-skinned ass with that Hilfiger fucking polo (laughs) shirt on to come in here with your fucking glasses on and say that shit, you know? It's like, whoa. Yeah, another thing, like, my advice to you is just be be more confident on stage. Oh, God, you're right. Like, your jokes are funny. You're right. Your jokes are funny. I be dummy nervous, bro. If I don't get them first two laughs off them first two jokes, Jokes. Because like and I remember that uh, the one day it was like like probably last week or a week before while well, he was like yo can you record for me and I yeah. was like well, fuck it, whatever you know what I'm saying like that and I watched it I was like yo like you are mad nervous dog. Mm-hmm. mad nervous because and I don't even know why because once I I told that joke mm-hmm. the uh, the one I just told you guys to set up I'm not gonna give you all the punchline obviously come see him do stuff hey. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but I told that joke. That's a funny catchphrase. Right? And, I know uh, we, we, was, we was hating on it at first. At first, everybody's like, it's so stupid, yeah, but it caught. It's, it's and caught. you know what? That's going to be another one of my dreams. Where I just get on stage and I say, hey! And the whole crowd <laughs> says, hey! 
Danny and just, yeah, bitch, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, everybody's making fun of that you shit. You should just do that, bro. Same with Late Nights with Tim Heights. I feel like I just, I come shout up with catchy-ass shit, bro. Shout out to uh, Tim Heights. Tim Heights, the Savage Beer Garden, Late Night with Tim Heights. Yeah, that's uh, all the fam. All he's going to be, he was on the last episode, if, you, uh, if you're listening to this one, you should go back and check that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what were we just talking about? Um, oh God, I don't even remember, bro. <laughs> I'm not yet. Yeah, just be, just be more confident oh, on stage, yeah, bro. Yeah. And um, that's my advice to you, bro. Like you, you funny, super funny. You're right, yeah. and you know what? I am, bro. I don't even know why I get so nervous, because genuinely, I, I've never done a set. I've only done two sets mm-hmm. where I didn't get a single laugh, uh, even when I first started. That's god awful. <laughs> you know, but only two though, yeah. where I didn't get a single fucking laugh, like yeah. crickets the whole time. Usually, I brought done so many mics, you yeah. know, like I've probably done at least 50 to 60 now. And Working. usually, I get laugh, like I can get a laugh. A couple. Bro. I can get at least one or two, you know, like it's. When you don't get any, bro, it'd yeah. be Yeah. So, like, when I'm not, and, and I just, I don't understand. I, I get the nervousness, mm. you know, I get that shit, I don't know why, but it always, it's always dependent upon if I get a laugh within the first, like, three jokes. Okay. If I can get at least one laugh in the first three jokes, <sighs> okay, you know, oh, but if they don't laugh at all for the first three, oh man, my hands start shaking like mm. a stripper, boy, I tell you what, nigga. You gotta just go up there and, like, uh... I think that should be opening joke, the list of people, the list of people that should be able to say, nigga, that should be opening joke. See, no, because I like, okay... So, and that's kind of why I'm saying an, an act. Yeah. I'm trying to be, develop a routine. That's your routine. That all bro. goes together. Like a five that is very cohesive from front to back. Mm. And so I do the uh, racially ambiguous. Yeah. Reveal I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> then I reveal I'm black. And then I do the uh, I love being half black, half white. Yeah. Dick joke. Yeah. How we keep talking about dick jokes. I actually have a dick joke. It's pretty funny though. It's actually funny. Don't listen to my advice. <laughs> I have a dick joke. And then from there, I say, I think we should amend that list of people okay. who should say the word bigger. Okay. And then, because that joke's actually relatively long. Okay. And so from there to there, from start to finish, from those three jokes, mm-hmm. I have... You said the... What's your first joke again? The, uh, I love... I'm what some people call racially ambiguous. I like that. From far away. I like though. that joke. It's yeah, and then I hit the whoa, and yeah. it usually is like, okay, well, at least I know what this nigga's... He's he's corny, you know. Yeah. He's like he's corny. <laughs> you know what? But I've, then, I've, I've I've gotten corny a lot. I've I'm gotten... corny, but I feel like I'm corny. But then when I hit you with some real shit, yeah. it hits harder. Okay. Because I hit the whoa earlier, and I'm saying like, ah, oh, you know, not only is my dick above average, but so is my credit score too. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And then I hit you with, I think we should change the list of people who should be able to say the N word. It's like. It's low key deep, like if you really think about what I'm saying. Until obviously not the last one that yeah. we came up with. That one's stupid. But yeah. the first two was like, okay, like I could yeah. definitely see white moms with mixed babies saying the N word. Yeah. I could definitely. I don't even know why I keep saying the N word when I say nigga. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase that. Why white moms with a mixed baby can say the word nigga? Mm-hmm. Why uh, Mexicans should be able to say the word nigga? You know, like mm-hmm. it, it. It does have. A little bit, like I said, and that joke, that second one has like a little bit of politics in it too. Yeah. Like sprinkle, I like to sprinkle some flair in there, like some flavor. I don't know. know. I've been out here like what five months, and you can't all, get all, away all, from it. All the Mexicans say nigga. 
Yeah, exactly. And they already do. Yeah. And I was already, I was trying to list people who already say it. So yeah. I'm like, bro, they should just say it. Like, don't, tr you know what I'm saying? I'm and tripping. Asians in the Bay, bro, they stay saying nigga, bro. Mm. I, at least that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just met some kid who's from the Bay. And he said that everybody says it. But it's like, if you really think about it, like, why are we tripping on that? Like, there's, you know, there's money to get. Like, you know, if you beat this person up, they're just going to sue you. Like, it's really not worth it we should just <sighs> just drop that shit you know what i'm saying like i know i i want the reparations that's what i want i think if anything all of us should just full force push the reparations because that is what you think they really really think black people are really going to get reparations i think it's possible it's possible and you know what it's never been possible before so I think while but we still it, have it, that it's, chance, it's, it's more than just we have to come together as a as a community. Yeah, and stop all the petty bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's trying to win. You know, yeah, so everybody's, everybody's trying to bring each other down. Everybody's trying to bring each other down. Stop trying to, to pull themselves up. Like, who cares if he's getting more money than you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, are you getting money that mm -hmm. you know at saying? all? Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying like, why are you worrying about another man's pockets? You know what I'm saying like, yeah, because if you look at the next nigga's plate, you're never gonna eat your your food. Exactly is. We have to come together as a community and stop being on this petty bullshit. And that's the only way that we're going to get some shit done. But do you think that, suppose, I mean, they're talking like 70 racks. Mm. Per person. Per person. Per person. A person. Reparations? If need, you got at least, it's like at fact, least. We need to fact check this. I think, it's a, I think it's at least half. I'm pretty sure it's at least 70K, if not no. more. Okay. Um, and they're talking like at least half black. Mm. Like, you got to be at least half black, though. Because, mm. I mean. All right, so every black person gets 70 racks you gotta be not every black person every african-american there's a difference okay a lot of people their family are from jamaica mm -hmm. they're you know what i'm saying there's a lot of people whose families are from ghana like homegirl okay you, you, you were born you gotta here. be you you gotta be your family descended of slavery so like my mom mm -hmm. her family's from georgia mm -hmm. then they moved to ohio okay but all of them still living you know what i'm saying that that slave that's that slavery, African Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like they just moved to Ohio, and like my grandma's generation. You know what I'm saying? But everyone in, the, in that side of the family, you know, is 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 they came from slavery, bro. So like obviously they're gonna be. And if you look at my mom, like I hate to say it, but she's on Section Eight. Like my grandma, you know, same thing, same thing. Mm. And it's like it, the shit runs so deep that it's 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 ever it's poverty that's so hard to get out of. Mm. You know, like I mean. The only reason I ain't even go stunt, like half the reason I'm doing what I'm doing now is because of my dad, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, that nigga white as fuck, bro. But I will never stop loving my people. Right. I always go back and show love. If like, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you need a job, like I can go with a job type of shit. I'm gonna call my, if we start expanding, you know, the first thing I'm gonna do is call my niggas. Like, yo, like y'all should come work with me, like mm -hmm. type of shit. You know, I'm always gonna put on for the community. And and when I go to Columbus, like I would definitely not mind if I did blow up and do shit. I would love to come to the community and talk at at my old school, at my old high school, elementary school. Tell them, yo, bro, like you can do other shit. You do not have to trap. You do not have to because I did that shit. You know, when I saw it, it wasn't leading me anywhere. And I just feel like, are, uh, are, you, are you are you generally happy uh, like right now where you are? Oh fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, 
Come on now, bro. We're in Cali. Oh, come on, bro. Right. It's so Cali, bro. I'm getting pussy. I'm getting money. Bro. How can I be mad? How can I be mad? You can't you be know? mad. It's, it's, a cha- it's a change of change of environment. You know what I'm saying? I feel it's, it's positive. It's all that, but it, it all culminates. But all that started... Culminate? From culminate, yeah, it comes it all comes together, bro. That's a good word. Hey, thank you. Um, Smart on the mic. <laughs> yeah. It all comes together because it's not just one thing. Even if you take someone out of the environment, like my dad gave me, he let me stay in his house for nine months. Mm-hmm. I worked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I worked two jobs. I would do. I would live in Fallbrook, and I would drive to Oceanside. So I leave at three to be at work at four in the morning. Four p.m. Okay, p.m. Uh, work from four to ten, and then drive back mm-hmm. to Fallbrook and do eleven to six at the Denny's mm-hmm. overnight. And I did that every fucking day. We're five, five to six days a week. Sorry, um, both jobs every day, nine months, bro. No games. Mm-hmm. And I saved up like ten, like twelve thousand. Mm-hmm. But him allowing me to stay with them gave me the opportunity mm-hmm. to work that hard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, everyone is always like, oh, it's about, in California, it's all about who you know. It's not about what you know. And mm-hmm. that's, that's not true. Okay. I feel like in California, who you know will get you there, but what you know will determine how long you stay. You got to put in the work. Because you got to put in that work. I might know Joe Rogan, but if you'll stand up shitty as fuck, nigga, yeah. you'll stand up shitty as fuck, nigga. got to put in work. Period. Exactly. You know, I was like, I'd already been working at Joe's for three years before I even got offered the job to come out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was already putting in work. You got to be working or you're not going to get anywhere, bro. It's not going to just come off of faith, my nigga, you know? So, uh, yeah, but but my dad, I'm saying he definitely was uh, the precursor to the, live, the life that I live now. Okay. And he definitely was the reason, 90% of the reason that I'm able to live the life now. And I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know him being a white him being white is just a coincidence mm. you know it's definitely like two different lives and i've always you, known that you have you have two different perspectives i have two vastly different perspectives because even when i would leave in i would live in ohio and then leave to north carolina i'd be like wow like yo you fucking hit the light switch and every motherfucking light then turned on like i ain't never seen no shit like that it would always be like hit the light switch and one of the bitches is on all the other four are off in that yeah. chandelier yeah. you know little shit like that i would just notice it i'd be like yo this nigga got a garage like this nigga has a house you know like little shit like that i grew up in apartments and shit you know it's just like the, you don't the, really the notice it but you don't notice it until you step out you know, so step out of your comfort zone. I step out of that zone in general. It might it, it might be your comfort zone, but just that environment. You mm-hmm. know, like until I until I started going to North Carolina and and California and realizing like a lot of people don't sell drugs. You know, when yeah. you come to California, if you're a drug dealer, people kind of look down on you. Whereas if you're in Ohio and you're a successful drug dealer, people look up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of Because you're getting like, money. You got the hoes. Because you're getting money and you got the hoes. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. A nigga is getting money and a nigga is getting hoes. But I'm doing it in a very, in a legal way. And I feel like a, a, a sustainable way in a sense of the girls, ain't, they, they realize that mm-hmm. I work hard. Right. I genuinely work hard. So they're not going to just like choose up on me how I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. They will. I mean, obviously, even they can pull up in a Bugatti, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, but for the most part, they don't tend to choose up on me because I'm always working harder than everyone else I know, mm-hmm. or at least just as hard, mm-hmm. you know, which is why, like I said, I, 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 I have a nice bit of savings and I can dress nicely and do things in my spare time mm-hmm. when I'm not working. But 
as I told you, like, nigga, I'm at work right now mm. on the phone today, but like when I get off, I'm down to hit, I'm down to come through and work on some jokes. Mm. Do a podcast, you know, that shit don't matter. Like, I'm always working, bro. Yeah, this this always. is this is like this is work for me. I guess. This is work, you know, it this is because you're gonna have to edit it, you're gonna do this, you're gonna have to do that. Work, it's not edit, just come I mean, through and then fucking bro, let, me, let me tell you all, paid. All, all the stuff that I'm doing right now. I have my regular job, AT and T. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, do comedy. Yes, sir. Of course. Uh, comedy skits, podcasts. Mm-hmm. I run a social media uh, nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, page for men's mental health. Um, networking, of course. That's a job in itself. That's a job in itself. You gotta, so you gotta. I was just at the fucking bar the other night. I ain't want to be there at all, but um, bitches, you know, you gotta promoting, go. promoting. You gotta go. You gotta do that shit. That's half of that. And then, because networking isn't promoting. Yeah. People don't understand that. Networking is not promoting. You know, promoting is when you got something ready. Mm-hmm. Networking is when you don't have anything ready, but when you do have it ready, yeah. you, you, guys, have, you, you have the people. You guys are the ones I'm going like, to promote to, you know? And a lot of it is just like my, my job pays me, you know, money and, and allows me to have this free time. Yeah, but do, that ain't, that, but you the, just got to do that. Yeah. And now I'm saying, okay, I've been paid to do stand up, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, you paying yeah, me? Yeah, you be you be getting them shows. Pay you be me getting to them send shows. Them. Um, I've seen your face on the flyer, nigga. Trying, bro. <laughs> uh, hopefully one day the podcast, uh, you know, starts blowing up, bringing some revenue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give me some sponsors or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, networking in itself, that that's just networking and promoting go yeah. hand in hand, but they're not the same. Like not, you said, you're gonna be, but. At the end, you know, I just want to just keep going. I want to inspire people to just continue. Yeah, because it's all about the marathon, bro. Like I said, I'm not going to give up stand-up. I got two jobs, you guys. I'm about to be working seven days a week. Seven days a week. But when I get off, I'm going to still write jokes. I might not not hit an open mic as as often for Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. you know. But, like, I hopefully within the next six months, I would like to be working one job again. Mm -hmm. And then I will be going back to, you know what I'm saying? One more time for the dispensary. Oh, yeah. Flora Verde, uh, Civic Center, and South Santa Fe Avenue. If you're dead, you know. Vista, California. Print out my resume. Hey. Uh, Shout out to Instagram. It's a social media goat. Social media guy. What's your Instagram, bro? Fuck. Kush Bandicoon. At Kush Bandicoon. Fuck with your boy. At Kush Bandicoon. and at Tone D Mac. That's my social media page. Hottest young nigga in the city right now. uh, Thanks for. being on you're gonna be okay it's hey been, uh, it's been I, fun i think our niggas gonna be okay I yeah that's 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 the plan i guess I, you know tell next time someone's bitching at you just be like hey you'll be all right that's that's my philosophy and oh, it doesn't it's always because i'm so nonchalant about it yeah everybody's just like how can you say that and it's like yeah hey, you'll be all right you'll be okay 10 minutes 10 minutes this is not even gonna matter what we're talking about right now is not even gonna matter. it's not yeah but this podcast will. Matter. This podcast is. A this forever podcast thing. will matter forever. Thank you for coming. Uh, next time we'll have you again sometime soon. Hopefully to get a show. Fuck with your boy. Yo, when you get your first show, you just hit me up. I gotta oh, come. Bro. You gotta come. You gotta bro. come. Oh man. You guys gotta come too if you're listening. Uh, yeah, you guys gotta come too if you're listening. All the way from Maryland, fly in. Fuck with uh, your boy. People from Maryland. I uh, got some people from. Uh, hey, you gotta have to come. You gotta take me to. You gotta take me to Baltimore one day, or at least show me around. I'm gonna. I'll take you to motherfucking Ohio. We can do that. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Hey. Hey.